0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 822, Dieting, Finding What Works, part one, by Matt McLeod of McLeodConsultingServices.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Welcome back to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online. Now, today's post is a bit on the longer side, So I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. So I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short. Let's get to part one of today's post as we optimize your life. Dieting, Finding What Works, part one by Matt McLeod of McLeodConsultingServices.com. Let's make things clear real quick. You are different than me. I am different than you. This means that some things are going to work better for me than they are going to work for you and vice versa. And that's totally okay. Whether it comes to fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, finding balance, whatever. Everything and everyone requires context to fully understand what will work for them. Let's take my normal diet for example. When people find out that my breakfast usually consists of a pre-made protein shake followed by a sugar-free monster energy drink, not every morning, but many mornings, they're usually taken aback because they've likely always heard about how breakfast is the most important meal of the day and that artificial sweeteners are the devil. I think breakfast is super important. I just happen to eat mine at about 3 p.m. I do this because if I wake up and eat a big breakfast, I tend to feel sluggish afterwards and I like to do the majority of my work in the mornings and early afternoon. So a big breakfast wouldn't be the best route for me. This is a major reason I do not normally provide meal plans for my clients because it's just not practical for many people to be able to eat the same foods every single day at the same time. Instead, I get my clients familiar with tracking their food intake and then give them calorie, macronutrient like proteins, carbs, and fats, and fiber targets to hit each day. This allows them to eat whenever and whatever they want as long as they get close to their targets by the end of the day. This type of dieting is usually referred to as flexible dieting, or if it fits your macros, or IIFYM. This makes it much easier to fit their diet to their lifestyle, as opposed to making their lifestyle fit their diet. Now, on the other hand, I think meal plans do work for a lot of people. If you have lots of routines and a very ritualistic day, meal plans can be great for taking the guesswork out of what you're going to eat next and can be awesome for saving time. I actually tend to combine both of these methods, which may work for you as well. I'll have a set number of calories, proteins, carbs, fats, and fiber targets that I try to get close to each day. And I usually eat about four times per day. Three out of four of those meals usually consist of the same meals and same foods, just like a meal plan. This makes eating and planning less of a hassle. Then, my last meal will usually be up to me based on whatever I'm feeling. I also usually save up a lot of my calories for my last meal of the night. I know, crazy, right? Eating the majority of my food before bed. I like to go to bed with a full stomach because it usually knocks me right out. Again, this is a great teaching moment because there are many people who don't like to eat a lot before bed. Therefore, if you don't like to eat a ton before bed, you don't have to. I know a lot of this sounds like common sense. Do what works for you, duh. You're exactly right but you'd be amazed at how many fitness professionals I know who are so caught up with one diet and one ideology that they believe in and think, if you don't do it their way, you are a stupid idiot. Paleo, Atkins, Mediterranean, intermittent fasting, vegan, vegetarian, The Zone, Weight Watchers, South Beach, all of these diets work. But all of these diets don't work best for you. Okay, so they don't all work for you. So what do you do now? Well, first, What usually makes a diet successful? One, don't call it a diet. When you think of going on a diet, this means you also intend to go off your diet after a certain period of time. Learning about food, its effects on your body, and how you can integrate it successfully into your lifestyle is the key to sustainable nutrition success. Two, building off point one, if you can't see yourself eating this way six months from now, you may wanna reconsider your approach. Obviously, the amount of food you eat may change based on your goals, like gaining fat or losing muscle over time, but the habits, types of foods, meal timing, etc., should all be able to be held consistent. Three, eat foods you enjoy. There are no inherently good or bad foods. All foods can be incorporated into a healthy food plan if the calories and macronutrients are accounted for. And if you're wondering how much of each macronutrient you need, Keep listening, we'll talk about that. When we restrict certain foods, natural human behavior makes us actually crave that food even more. On the flip side, some people can't enjoy just one or two cookies because they end up eating the entire sleeve once they get that first taste. In this case, food restriction can make sense if there are certain tactics in place to allow continued adherence. These might be things like refeeds, planned cheat meals, etc. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Dieting, Finding What Works by Matt McLeod of McLeodConsultingServices.com. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Grab wonderful pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I know this sounds really cheesy, but if you really break down the word diet, did you notice the word die is in there, D-I-E? It's like a part of you is dying off when you do a diet. All right, I know, cheesy. But what both Matt and I would be trying to say is that the word diet has all of these implications with it. When you hear that term, I bet it triggers all sorts of responses in your mind. Think about it for a second. Maybe the word temporary or difficult or restricting start to pop up in your mind. And just as Matt said, if you think about going on a diet, then does that mean you're going to go off of it at some point? Well, if so then this is just a temporary fix and it's not really a lifestyle change. Think about it this way. It's as if after performing this new behavior, you can't imagine going back to your old habits. It's like you're a totally different person. You have a new style of life, lifestyle, right? And Matt's example of how he eats is one extreme. He admitted it. He doesn't eat for most of the morning and then has his largest meal at the end of the day, which goes against what, many health professionals would say people who want to lose weight should be doing. But it works for him, and that's totally fine. One of my key philosophies when I work with patients or clients is to meet them where they are. Meaning, I ask them, how are you eating right now? And what do you want to change about that? That's meeting a person where they are. And that's where you can start too. You don't need me sitting in front of you to ask you that. Ask yourself, how am I doing right now And what would I like to change about that? And then pick one thing. One of the things that you want to change, instead of saying, I want to change everything, I do everything wrong. I guarantee, first of all, that's not true. Second, pick one thing that you want to change. Once you pick that one thing, write it down and try it out consistently, if you can, for at least two weeks. Give it your best effort. If it didn't work out, pick something else that you want to change and try that for two weeks. Just don't be hard on yourself if you realize that you're not able to change right away it does take some time and consistency. Trust me, it's not easy for me either. This is coming from a guy who asked his parents when he was a teenager if he could be an armchair athlete because I wasn't into sports at all. But now I have to work out at least five days a week, otherwise I'm not happy. And I didn't get there overnight. So be patient with yourself as you try out these new behaviors and find the lifestyle that works best for you. All right, that'll do it for me for today. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Thank you as always for listening and I'll be back here tomorrow to finish up this post. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs,